because things are going to change because you begin to realize that the closer that you draw to him, the closer he draws to you. And when, the, when he comes on the scene, things change. And he begins to give you an endurance. That way, when spiritual things come against you and problems rise against you, you don't just give up and quit because the circumstance looks bad. No, you have an endurance of knowing. You have a vision of understanding and seeing. Though it may look grim and it may look like defeat on every side, you're serving a God who cannot fail and he's going to see you through. And then you have endurance to press on through. Don't you give up. Don't you quit. Don't you stop. You endure. You know, in the Old Testament, in the 16th chapter of Leviticus, it talks about Aaron is talking. Uh, the Lord is talking to Moses and telling Moses what to tell Aaron and what Aaron is to do and how he's to bring the goats and how he's to consecrate himself to the Lord and how he's to have a scapegoat. And he's to lay his hands on the scapegoat and to to proclaim all the iniquities, put all the iniquities of Israel and all the transgressions of Israel on the scapegoat. And then it says something else, that he seeks out a fit man. Somebody who can endure. Hmm? He's looking for somebody that can take this thing, this goat. He was to take this goat into the, into the wilderness far away from Israel. Get it as far away and so far away that it couldn't find its way back. See, God's looking for some people who are not going to play with sin He's looking for some men and women who are not going to play with sin but get sin so far away from their house that it never comes back again. See, we're living in a day and age now to where we've accepted the little things. We've left the door just cracked open just a little bit. And just let me tell you this, a cracked door will destroy a home. When we give the devil just a little bit of room, he'll come in. Listen, don't think that you can leave the door just a little bit cracked and everything's going to be all right. No, if you leave it open, he's going to come in. None of us in this room will go to sleep at night without checking our doors probably and making sure that they're locked, making sure they're windows. None of us would go, to, go in a house and stay the night if we didn't have windows in it. But we leave ourselves open for all kind of evil. Because that big screen window that you have there that's got a control opens up all kind of windows to stuff to come into our lives. God's looking for some people who are going to endure. He's looking for some men and women who are fit in the kingdom of God, who are willing to take sin far away from their home. It's impossible for a person to accept Jesus Christ and there not be a change in their life. 
you can't do it. If you say that you have and you still go back and do the same thing that you did before you got saved, you're missing something. Because when you go back and do what you've been forgiven of, that's when it becomes transgression, premeditated sin. Come on now. How many of you want to be named with the transgressors? Not me. I want to take it far from my house. I want, to, I want to be fit. I want to be able to endure. I want to be able to get it out past all the things of sin. Listen, are we perfect? No, we're not perfect. You're not going to be perfect on this side of heaven. But the thing that we're to do is to strive for perfection. We're to strive for righteousness, for holiness. We're to walk in that. We're to endure things. Yeah, you're going to face some hard times. You're going to face some difficult things. You know, the, the thing I hate the worst about seeing ministers get up in, in a pulpit and say, if you'll just come to Jesus, everything's going to be all right. No, honey, everything's not going to be all right. All hell is probably going to break loose against you. The enemy's probably going to put a, a big old crosshair on your back and he's going to do everything he can to hit you with everything that he can. But he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. Hallelujah. He can try, but what God has placed in us, he's placed his anointing, he's placed his power, he's placed his strength in us to endure to the end because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Don't say, well, I just can't do this. Yes, you can. You can't do it, but the power of Christ in you can. He placed everything. He gave us the ability. He gave us the strength. Well, I go to the gym six times a week. Well, good for you, but do you lift anything? <laughs> See, I'm convinced if we'd just be Pentecostal, they'd close the gyms. We'd get all the exercise we needed right here. We'd go out on Sunday morning. We'd be praising God. Then people say, what in the world happened to you? I just got out of church. They'd see a transformation. Are you losing weight? Yep. What are you doing? I'm worshiping Jesus. We're praising Jesus. We're glorifying the Lord. We're magnifying Jesus. We're enduring. Your family members need you to endure. Your family members need you fit. The message Bible says, it look for well, so it says that it found a man that was standing by and ready. We need to be standing by and ready. Listen, I don't believe that I don't believe that we're supposed to um, look for a devil under every rock. But I think that we need to be able to handle the devil when he shows up. 
And we need to be fit for the kingdom of God. Women need a fit man in their life. Men need a fit woman in their life. Somebody that can endure. Somebody that's not going to quit. You ain't got to worry about them running off every time they go to deliver the uh, mail. They will come back. <laughs> Some men got to worry about their wife. They go to the mailbox. <laughs> She's still there? <laughs> God's called his people to endure. He's called us to be strength. To have the strength of his spirit in our lives. To not give up when a problem arises. But to press through. Our children need to see us pressing through. Our children need to see us. They need to hear. They need to hear their mom and daddy praying. And we need to press through situations. Not give up. One of the things that's always helped me is I've envisioned that if I give up now, how close was I to my breakthrough? And some of the greatest opposition that you're ever going to face in your life is right before the breakthrough in your life. Right before your greatest victory is going to be the most attack that's going to come against you. And it's going to suppress you, try to suppress you and push you down. Second Corinthians 6.14 says this. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Does that mean not be friends with the world? No. Listen. Most of us in this room, most Christians in the world today, after they've been saved for five years, don't have any unsaved friends. That's wrong. It's wrong. This is not what this means. Just because we can be friends with people, but we don't have to do what they do. We don't have to act like they act. We need to have a measure of Christ in us because Jesus overcomes sin. Hmm? He didn't agree with it. He cut it off. He says, For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? Y'all seen them yin-yangs? Hmm? They got, it's, it's this little symbol that they use. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, martial art use it. And it's a yin-yang. And it's light and darkness. And what it symbolizes is light and darkness coexist. Is it light in here or is it dark in here? 
Where did the dark go? I don't know. But when the light came on, it left. That tells me there is no darkness that coexists with light. It don't happen. When Jesus comes in, darkness goes out. And when we come to Christ, we're to separate ourselves from darkness. That doesn't mean that we can't reach out to those who are in darkness. Because Jesus has anointed us to go in. And to, he gave us the keys to the kingdom. So that we could kick down the gates of hell and populate heaven. Plunder hell to populate heaven. But we have to have endurance. You don't just go in and do it. You don't go, in, you don't go sign up for a triathlon when you're not trained for it. When you're not ready for it. Because you're not going to make it. You're not going to be able to endure to the end. So it, take, it takes time. It takes a little bit of time to build up your endurance. And it's going to take time. And the church needs to get back to where we're praying. To where we're seeking God. To where we're looking to God. To where we're enduring things and pressing through things. Where we're not all in a jumble and, and upset about things that happen. And say, well, this is what we got to do. And have to make rash decisions. No, what we need to do is when a bad when a decision comes up that we have to make we need to hit our knees and begin to pray to God and begin to seek God when our children are falling away from God and are getting on drug addiction and all we don't give up and we don't quit we don't roll the stone in front of the tomb no we open it up and we say to Jesus it's still God today and he can still deliver them and set them free if we'll endure to the end I don't know about you, but I've made up my mind that I'm going to endure. If I don't just endure, I'm not just enduring just for me, but I'm enduring for my family. I'm not just going to endure for me, I'm going to endure for other people's families. I'm not just going to press through and get my break. It's not just about you just getting your breakthrough. What about somebody else? You don't know what it's going to trigger. When you get your breakthrough, See, some people just so focused in on their little breakthrough, but you don't understand that your breakthrough brings and, and triggers a key for somebody else's breakthrough because somebody's watching you on how you're going through things. They're seeing how you're handling the situation. They're seeing you when you're grumbling and complaining, and they're seeing you when you're enduring, when all hell is breaking loose against you, and you're still raising your hands and praising God for your deliverance, knowing that he's going to set you free. It's easy to come into an atmosphere and praise the Lord when everything's going good. But what about when everything is pressing down on you and pushing down on you? That's when you need to grow up and, and begin to get the power of God rise up in you and begin to push back and say, Devil, I don't care what the circumstances say. I'm standing on the word of God and I know what he says, that he that endures to the end. And I'm enduring all the way to the end. Jesus endured all. I know years ago they had a they had a shirt. It was a 
I think it said on a Lord's gym and it had Jesus laying underneath the cross and it said underneath him bench press this talking about the cross Jesus was a fit man he went all the way to the cross endured the cross he didn't take our sins off into a wilderness he cast our sins as far as the east is from the west to be remembered no more hmm? that's the reason when we repent of our sins and I'm not talking about asking for forgiveness Somebody say, we well, just ask forgiveness of your sin. No, there's a difference between asking for forgiveness. If you ask for forgiveness, you may or may not do it again. But when you repent, that means you turn away from it. So when you repent of your sin, and then you go to the Lord, well, I can't do this because this, this, this happened. And the Lord's looking at you like, what are you talking about? Why? Because your sin has been forgotten. You got a brand new start. All who are in Christ Jesus is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. It's He who endures. How many of you need strength to endure? How many of you have been going through some things, right, and, and, and attacks against the enemy? See, the enemy, he, don't, he wants you to get focused on the attack. He don't want you to get focused on enduring. Because he knows that what God has placed in you has given you the ability to overcome anything that you'll ever face. If you'll just endure. And then breakthrough comes. And what you thought was just meant for you was really meant for the whole generation behind you. Let's all stand. Ephesians 5 says, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for sweet-smelling aroma. We're to be imitators of God. You think God ever... You think for a moment that God ever thought about giving up on us? No. God gives us the ability to overcome. The way I read my Bible is I'm supposed to go from victory to victory. 
not from defeat to victory. Come on now. He wants us. You may start off and you may be defeated at first, but when you come into Christ Jesus, you're made more than a conqueror. You're not coming out of defeat. You're coming out of victory because Jesus is victory. And you go from one victory to another victory. And all of a sudden, you come from dragging to stepping high and walking in victory. Some of you just need to start walking like you're walking in victory. You need to walk victorious. You need to act victorious. Because God never at one at, at any time has ever thought of you being less than a victory. His plans for you is great and grand and awesome. You may you may say, well, you don't know my situation. I don't need to know your situation. Only thing I need to know is that you're connected to a God that can't fail you. And that's all you need to know. If you're here this morning, you need some endurance. Because you haven't oppressed through some things. I want you to come. Come on, we're going to build up our endurance. We're going to build up our endurance. The work that God has started in you, He's not going to stop until it's completed. Push through things. I can see the battles, all the battles that I've been through in my life. Some of them right before I had the breakthrough that I needed. I thought I was going to lose my life. I didn't know if I was going to make it or not. But I knew what the Lord had placed in my spirit. And He is well able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. 